Welcome to the podcast. My name is Father Bill W. I am an Episcopal priest and I live here in uh, Austin, Texas. I've had the gift of recovery since December the 27th of 1972. Very, very grateful for that. Purpose of these podcasts, uh, as they have evolved, is uh, to go a little bit deeper into the history of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, give people a, a deeper appreciation of the 12 steps. What, what's the psychological and spiritual dynamics that kind of underlie them? So I'm interested in psychology, I'm interested in history, and very interested in 12-step spirituality, because I think it is unique, and I think it's a real gift to the world, and they're trying to catch up with it. So <laughs> I wish them well. Encourage you to visit our uh, website. It's titled Two-Way Prayer, and that's a form of uh, prayer and meditation that was done in the very early days of AA. Um, got lost, and uh, now it's found. So you go find it and uh, see if it, it can't be of help to you. A lot of people struggle with prayer and meditation in the programs, and it's really so much simpler than uh, sometimes we make it out to be. So uh, do that, and... Uh, you'll be in good shape. This is the third episode in our series and it's titled Recovery Gems. And that is also the name of a book written by my guest, Andy C, uh, who lives up there in beautiful, beautiful Victoria, Canada. And there's a link to Andy's book that will be in the show notes, also a way to contact him, sign up for his blog and uh, take out his laundry and uh, do all sorts of things and get, get to know Andy. He's a, he's a really good guy. He's been sober since 1977, active in 12-step recovery ever since, and uh, very active in, in helping his fellow attorneys uh, find their way to sobriety. So Andy, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I, I hope you've been having fun with uh, the series so far. Oh, Bill, I, I, I really have. I really have. And your opening remarks, I was at a state line conference in Las Vegas mm. uh, this weekend, and uh, one of the speakers touched on something that you just touched on. And it's, it's how we approach the program. And he said, you know, when we, when we get maturity in the program, we can actually start thinking about the program without numbering the steps, <laughs> because it becomes a way of life, not a program. And, and I thought that was a just a, a beautiful little insight that you touched on in your in your uh, inter introduction that this is a way of life. Yeah, well, no, my program, as you know, my program changed radically when I was oh, 20 yeah. years sober. Yeah. And this guy who, who was an AA archivist uh, took me through the not the steps that I knew them as the yeah. steps. He knew them as the Oxford group uh, dynamic, which under, underlied, well, lay under, was underneath, <laughs> was yeah. underneath, was underneath the steps. Right. right. And that was which, so important. Which, which back to the point, it, it, it's, it's not a program. Initially it's a program, but then it becomes a way of life. Yeah. That's exactly, it's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. So, um, in this episode, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to take two chapters from uh, Andy's book, and uh, these are chapters that, that deal with the 12 steps, and the second one is dealing with self-will, and since self-will causes us a lot of problems, uh, I'd like us to, to begin with that one. And Andy starts that little section of his book off with a couple of quotes. I'm going to read some of them. He says, uh, an alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. 
Any life run on self-will can hardly be a success. Self-will has blocked you off from him, that him being God. We ask especially for freedom from self-will. So what's this self-will thing all about, Andy? Let's... Yeah, it's, you know, it, 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 in the meetings and in, in, uh, from the podium and in the program, 12-step programs, it's, it's probably the most quoted uh, phrase, self-will. Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's such a misnomer because we talk about self-will and it sounds like our choice. It sounds like it's volitional. I choose to exercise my self-will. But in my experience and, and what I read, it's more like an automatic setting. It's 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 instinctive. It just it just happens. It's Seems egotism, is it not? Is it? it I it mean, is, they don't. It's not referred to that way. But that's really what it is. Am I am I correct? It, I uh, as I understand the the yeah. the word egotism and egoism and ego. That, that's exactly right. It just yeah. it comes up. It just it it's not that I choose to exercise my self will. It just, you know, just pops up like a submarine coming up from the surface. Right. Yeah. You know, it's the, uh, you know, and you hear in the meetings and you hear in meetings, I took my will back. Well, okay. I, I, I get that. that. I think that's how it looks in retrospect. Right. But at the moment, it's not, it doesn't seem to be a conscious decision. It just comes up on you. Yeah. A guy used a phrase that was very helpful for me many, many years ago. He said, the purpose of the will is to be willing. And, and, and that connects the will mm. to something beyond self, self-will. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So self-will is kind of, kind of uh, self-contained. Uh, and it's, and it's, it's, it's generally used in terms of, I'm taking on more than a, a little self should. <laughs> I'm taking yeah, on yeah. godlike dimensions. It's yeah, an inflation. Yeah. And it shows up again and and you hear in some shares, I want to be a better me. I know that there is a good me. I right. know that I'm good and I want to be better. And and another one it, it just sets off alarm bells for me is I deserve more. And and and, and when I hear those shares, I can I can hear the I I I me 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 egotism sneaking in and it's and it's you know it doesn't and again it doesn't even seem like a choice and it's it's the idea of of a great what's the word i'm looking for bill talks about this so he focuses on motivation so much but it's it's a good sentiment who could argue with the proposition i want to be a better me yeah except it's if you complete the phrase or the sentence, rather, I want to be a better me. And by the way, it's by my lights that I will determine what is a better me. And uh, well, we're going to get into this in a minute because they, there seems to be more than one me. Well, there is that. Too. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's very it's very tricky. Which self am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think there's uh, alcoholics and addicts. Uh, we really need to sort this out. Uh, so, so, so we're going to get to that. Now, you were you were raised in. We want to talk about surrender and mm. uh, aligning the self with God. I think you say in your book that you came out of an evangelical Christian background, and you gave your life to God. Yeah. And then you gave your life to God, and then you gave your life to God, and then you gave your life to yeah. God. Yeah. You kept taking it back, 
And, and but this changed when you came into the program. Talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's so uh, four major, as Bill describes it in the big book, frothy, uh, frothy, yeah, <laughs> frothy conversion experiences. Um, White and, lights and everything, Andy. Or, uh, uh, voices from God. Yeah, it's just yeah. Oh, well, I'm still into that. So there we go. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> I, I joked that I, I was I was baptized so often that I, I started to have water on the brain. Um, but but all four all four went away. All four went away. And you know, back to our earlier talk about uh, right. self-will, the, the ego just seemed to rise up and uh, yeah, they were assisted, you know the, some some uh, my, the first one I discovered marijuana and my ego and and the second one hash. Third one, it was the 70s, so it was designer drugs. Uh, well, not very designer. They're pretty amateur, but some good drugs. It was the 70s. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth uh, went away with, with alcohol. That's when I discovered booze. I never looked back once I discovered booze. Mm -hmm. I, the, the mother load was, it was, I, I was home. Um, but then I came into the program. Yeah. And I remember when, I, you know, my first, uh, first meeting, I, and I heard the the podium speaker say, uh, reading from how it works, uh, God, may you find him now. And I remember, oh, Lord, oh, geez. Gee, here we go again. Huh? Uh, yeah, here we go again. Mm. It's going to be, I'm going to get some excitement. It's going to be, you know, a big thing. And then it'll just die away. Oh, sh you know, excuse my French. <laughs> oh, shit. I, we speak it. We speak it. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked up and I saw the, uh, the, the uh, slogan on the wall, easy does it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, this time we're going to easy do it. And as I joke that, which is not really a joke, but I, I joke that it, that led to my program life, which is take a step every five or six years. Oh, is that what they were doing up there in Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my we're, God. It's really cold. So we tend to move. <laughs> no rush through this thing, huh? Yeah, but I'll just dwell on that for a second because I think there's a useful point in there. My sponsor took me through the steps very quickly. Like within days, uh, you know, he had me going through, you know, through yeah. the steps. I did my 12th step, first 12 step call with him. I was 10 days sober. All right. I was a week plus a bit. Mm -hmm. so very quick. But then I, looking over it, I realized that over the weeks and months, there was a deeper cycle uh, sure. going on. Sure, there was the short little daily cycles of going through the steps and applying them in all my affairs. But there was a longer term cycle. And then I've been sober for a few years. And I realized, you know, really, it's taken me about five years to get my head around the full depth of step one. And 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 then I said, you know, another five years on step two. So there's been circles within circles within circles in my recovery, which is, has been very, very good for me. Yeah, I'm interested but, in helping people speed that up. Well... You know, uh, uh, it's now it's going to happen to you. That's what I hear hearing you say. Yeah. It's happening to me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I also need to keep moving. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. the daily, you know, there is the daily application of these principles to all our affairs. That's right. an absolute critical. Yeah. And and coming back now, coming back to what was different about this AA experience versus mm -hmm. my frothy emotional Christian evangelical experiences. It was that discipline and structure. The, the early evangelical churches or the churches that I had my early evangelical experiences in, they had, they had everything that we have in the program. They had fellowship, 
Right. They had a spiritual design. They had instructions. Right. Love and forgiveness were there. But there was some, you know, they didn't have a sponsorship. If when I gave my life to Christ the first time, there had been a guy standing at, at the stage saying, by the way, I'm your sponsor, which is what happened to me with my first AA meeting. I'm your new, new temporary sponsor. There's no sponsorship. And the instructions, you know, I, I wear a bow tie and dress well because my mother always said, Andy, you're not very bright, dress well. Um, and, and, and I, I missed the instructions. I didn't see them, but when I get here, there's 12 steps. It's all, it's almost like in the church, uh, uh, pattern, you, you, it's done now, mm. now, now it's done. And, mm -hmm. and in, in the 12 step thing, you're just beginning. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I, yeah. I think, I think I'm not a theologian. I'm not an expert in theology, but I see a huge difference between uh, Christian theology and, if you will, AA theology. In, in Christian theology, we're, we're born flawed, we're born sinners, and somehow uh, through Christ we're saved. And, and you're back to your point. It's a once and done. Bang. And I remember thinking, well, geez, I could go out and sin like crazy and then just get saved again. And I, as long as I time it right, I'm going to be in great shape going into heaven because I'll just just before i'll, I'll just right. yeah. it's all a, it's a it's a lot, it's, of, a lot of roman emperors did that after yeah 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 like, it's, it's, don't it's, get it's, baptized till you're on your deathbed you know and then whoop, yeah off we yeah. go but when i came to the aa it's not that i'm flawed and somehow i'm transformed there's something inside good and if i chip away all of the defects with help from my my supervisor there is something good there left. And I thought, whoa, you know, I, over the years, I've been thinking about this. And, and, and it's just, it, it, that's a very important key difference that made the difference for me. The idea of original sin, yeah, you know, I just, I'm not so married to that anymore. I think what, what kind of brings us to one of the little uh, vignettes in your, in your book um, <laughs> about recognizing two parts of myself all right so mm. um uh, you tell a story of a drunk saying something mm. that kind of gives us an insight into the real problem uh, and it, it, it's there but for me go i mm -hmm. <laughs> talk about that talk about that one yeah it came from a, uh, a fellow i was working with years ago ron p in calgary he sobered up, and one of the things he did was he he started to study to become a, a stand-up comedian. And and one of his early jokes was, you know, this guy lying in the gutter, and he's you know just he's drunk, and and a, and a limousine pulls up and in front of him, and a guy gets out with a beautiful lady on his arm, dressed in a tuxedo, and sweeps into a hotel for a, a gala event. And he thinks to himself, "There, but for me, go I," and. Yeah. Yeah, and it so the, the there, but for me, of course, is is the drunken me. That's right. So yeah. there are two me's. Yeah, there are yeah. at least two me's. This yeah. this is basic Jungian yes. stuff. You know, yeah. there's the small self and the greater self. Yeah, and so, and and not in a schizophrenic sense. It's not. not it, no, it, no, it, not at all. Uh, but, but having said that, there are two completely different characteristics. Uh, you know, yes. they, 
he the the drunk in the gutter recognizes the the swell sweeping into. I could be that person. I, I you know, and somewhere in me there is that person. That's exactly right. There, but for me, go I. So and if the, the guy going into the hotel has his spiritual act together and he's a, an alcoholic, he can say the same about the drunk in the in the oh, gutter. Yeah, in fact, he must. He must. He say must. It. That's yeah. that's right. Yeah. He must yeah. say it. Yeah. Yeah, you must admit that. So recovery is about recognizing these two selves. I'm not the self that I was meant to be. And that, I, to me, that's what bottom is about. You know, it, it, yeah. it isn't the depth and the dregs. Because I've seen guys and gals who, uh, they didn't really reach a, a huge, humongous bottom. But it was, it was their bottom. That, that's not who I'm, I mean to be. And I'm going to change. There's an interesting element. What you said, and from my perspective, is profoundly deep. I mean, it's just, it's huge. You say, I'm not the self that I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I'm not the self that I am. Because when I start removing the defects of character and shortcomings, the self that I am, the authentic self, begins to emerge. That's right. It's exactly right. So, you know, not to get into an ontological debate about this, it's there is within ourselves this being which which God is pleased with. He created it. It's his spark, and we remove the shortcomings, the blocks to the sunlight of the spirit. And when we stand in the sunlight of the spirit. We are the authentic selves, the real selves that that we are. And, and it's so the coming into being is in fact removal of elements of our character and characteristics of ourselves that are impediments to the unveiling of the authentic self. Which is what half of the steps are about. Right, right. You know, steps what four through nine uh, are the correction phase chipping away at the falseness yeah well i could yeah. i could i could throw three and two in there as well <laughs> yeah well they it's, for me i i take that through, they just kind of get me going yeah they just get me going and i'm i'm a i'm i'm big on get through those puppies quickly don't get stuck on two and three yeah i got you... stuck on two and three for a long time yeah. you know like I'm going to do them perfectly. I'm really going to surrender, you know, and yeah. it's going to be a beautiful. No. And what I learned from that guy in Oklahoma City was in the, in the Oxford group, step three was a one time deal. I mean, kind of similar, similar in one sense right. to to the evangelical thing, because the Oxford group was an evangelical thing. So yeah. there was there was this act of surrender. But then it's immediately followed by whoa now let's go inside now let's take this journey you know what i mean mm -hmm. let's 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 uh you're not done fella you have now made a beginning almost like an initiation right i think the i think the key in your what you said to me is a, a beginning mm -hmm. uh because i think bill took that and you know i'm not not as as you I'm not as deep a student of the Oxford group as you are, but the original step three, when Bill wrote the big book, was a once and done. It was and the stories of how in uh, 
Right. They would take well, the guys up to the room upstairs. Or they do it in the hospital. Dr. Bob yep. would do it in the hospital. Hospital. You know, yep. it's a, on your knees. And there's a, there's a, right. a group in Calgary that does, they have a, a little room and they, and they take newcomers. Are you ready to do step three? And they'll take them back in yeah. primary purpose group and they take them back in and it's mm -hmm. an on your knees experience. Right. But I look at Bill's writing and the big book, it's a once and done experience. But then I look in the 12 and 12 and his, yeah. his chapter three on step three, and he approaches step three differently. In the last paragraph of the chapter on step three, he says, by the way, this is how, if we come into agreement with these ideas, this is how we practice step three. And then he says, we pause, become quiet, and then say a prayer, then listen. So we yeah. pause, pray, and listen. So when he writes in the big book, step three is a once and done. That's that's it. That's the way it is presented. That's right. That's right. But by 1951, when he's writing the 12 and 12, it's, the instructions for step three are different. It's an ongoing process of stopping, turning your mind to God, and moving ahead. See, I would put all of that in 10, 11, and 12. Yeah, I know. The dynamic, do. the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, the dynamic. The process is the same. The process is the same. So it, you, you wind up arguing over words. My thing is, is get people moving. I look at step three like getting married. Yeah. You know, you do it once and then you live it out. Oh, I, you know? I, I agree that. You live it out. And, that. and Wilson's right. It's going to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And that that goes back to how my program in my program has unfolded that it's a series of of circles going through and right. and you know back to an earlier point not numbering the steps but applying all of these principles in my affairs every day every day quickly quickly, quickly, right. quickly. Yeah, and that, but yeah. then there's another circle which is a week and there's another circle which is a month and another circle which is a year right. and then five years just yeah. keep drilling down drilling down that's right that's Drilling right. down into myself as well. Exactly. Yep. What the big book said, what the great reality is within. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's where right. you got to go. It, yeah. it's, it's that journey inward Yeah. that is then reflected outward. You know? Right, right. It has, it has to be hand in hand. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got to give it away so that you're not just meditating, meditating, you know, deep, deep, boom. You know, <laughs> it's all good stuff. Yeah. But if if you're not then carrying that out into yeah. life, yeah. This is Richard Rohr's thing. You know what was it? You know, uh, contemplatives in action. Yeah. That's the name of his his joint. You know, you you're in Texas and I'm from Alberta. That, that's oil country, and 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 oilmen drill a lot of wells. Mm-hmm. And the process of drilling a well through rock is the process of grinding out rock and then circulating yeah. up out of the well bore. And that's what we do. We, we keep do, use it, applying the steps like a drill bit and they just grind and grind and grind. And then there's this fluid circulating up to take away the rock that is unneeded. Yeah unnecessary and in so doing we drill down deeper and deeper and it gets you know it's and there's marvelous stuff down there there's gems there's oil and gas yeah a lot of dirt too well there's a, 
that's right. But you know what? It, it takes it gets taken to the surface and cleaned up. Yeah, they used to say to my, my sponsor, used to say, "Hey, Bill, you're hurting in all the right places." Yeah, yeah, isn't that? True? I love that. Uh, oh, well, that's good. It's making sense. Yeah, but it hurts like yeah. hell. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and it, it needs to be. Well, I don't know if it needs to be painful. It certainly is painful. You know, this drilling away at the ego tism. Uh, yeah. is a painful process yeah it's 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 if if it's not unpainful it's at least uncomfortable you got a thing in there in one of the one of the little vignettes that that says the ego demands an audience <laughs> i like that i like that <laughs> but what is, what's that one about well the, the ego part of myself the ego part i mean just, it's so rigorously focused on on what you think of me looking good Looking, looking good, good, looking good. And it's really complicated because it's not exactly what you think of me. It's what I think you think of me. You know, it's a, it's a double order thing, but it, it does demand an audience. I'm playing to a crowd, you know, and I want praise. I want honor. Look at me. Look at how good I am. When I'm confident and serene, boy, does it feel different? You know, I don't, I don't need your approval. I don't I don't need an audience. I I'm here serving and I'm you know they yeah. the audience and I and I, in the blog I put in the little uh, note that I wrote in the book I point out I need an audience maybe of one. I mm -hmm. I do need an audience which is the my higher power. Mm -hmm. And I think about okay rather than how do I look to Bill Bill Wigmore which is, I like to, you know, I like to be liked by you. I mean, you're a great guy and I have huge respect for you. I would like as you well, to- As well you should, Andy. As, as well I should. Well <laughs> and I, and I, would like to, I, I would like to be well thought of by you. Right. But when I'm in the, in, the, in the right place, in the zone, as I talk about, yeah. then I'm saying, how do I look to God? Right. Is, is, is God pleased with me? Which is, you know, it's another one that I that I wrote about that expression. How do I look to God? There's double meaning, double entendre. That phrase. How am I looking to God? Am I looking to Him through the day? But the other is, how do I look to God? My am I connected? Am I connected? Is the flow? Talk about the zone. Let's get into the yeah. zone thing. Yeah, yeah. My in the zone yeah. is 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 the is the separation between me and God. Mm -hmm. minimal yeah. is the separation between me and other people, the guy in the gutter, mm -hmm. right? And the guy going into the, into the fancy ass deal, mm -hmm. you know, is the separation minimal. If it is, I'm in the zone. Mm -hmm. If it's not, then I'm creating blockages. Yeah. Block. I love, I love the bookman's line. He said, I deal with constipated Christians. Yeah. They're filled with blockages. And, and that's what I think, you know, the, the steps are there to do. They're to remove the blockages. Yeah. You know? Uh, and there's, there's curious paradoxes, uh, contradictions. You know, it's just as you were talking, the absence of self leads to a completeness of self. So the absence of false self, in some sense, am I right? False self. Yeah, or, I, I, the absence. You got to yes. be a self, Andy. You got to be a self, or you're you're psychotic. But you're not focused on self. 
it's unselfish yeah the 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 most profound spiritual moments and they've just I, it's not even a moment of the, mm -hmm. the flashes yeah have been when i sense an an unselfness mm -hmm. uh, it's a transcendence is that there's i i've i have experienced i've been right. blessed with with experiencing transcendent moments and yes. in those moments I, I get it, you know, your comment about authentic self, but I also, right. you know, it doesn't feel that way. It, it feels like an absence of self. Like I'm so, but the book is saying freedom from the bondage of self. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's right. Which is, mm -hmm. which is scalable. It's not, it's, it's not an absolute, you know, I can, I can be a bit free and, and more free and then more free and then still yeah. more free. Yeah. Uh, and if you stuff. catch that, then the growth in the 12 step program, it's infinite. Yeah, which is back to that point, the distinction between my earlier evangelical Christian experiences, mm -hmm. and this program experience, is that phenomenon of growth. There, it's not a once and done. It's a growing, it's an evolving, it's a changing. And, and back to how my program has evolved, it's back to that applying the principles on a daily, weekly, monthly, annual, decade basis. And, and I think that I think you're hitting on a real difference there, because, because that is drilled into us. If you've had a good sponsor and a good uh, upbringing in the program, uh, you're going you're gonna to realize that. Mm -hmm. You can't rest on your laurels. That as soon as as soon as you do, you don't stand still in this program. Well, you you're know, going forward or you're slipping back. Yeah, the terrible thing is we talked about that in the last the last uh, podcast. You know, they you can actually spend a lot of time not growing and just yes. <laughs> uh, 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 but you're but you're slipping back. Well, you can even you can, you can even stay at the same level. You just want. I don't believe and, that. I don't believe that. I think yeah. you're slipping back. No, I've you're I, constantly slipping back. No, well, I've gone through periods of my sobriety where I it's a not, long ass slip. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it it can go on for months, years. Yeah, there's yeah. a deterioration that's happening there. Yeah, I, I I get that. You know, there's a lot of talk in the rooms, and you're focusing on this that you're you're always slipping back. I've had periods, and I've seen periods of where I'm just wandering around. Uh, you know, like I've climbed up to a mesa, right? And I'll just wander around that mesa for a long time. Yeah. And and I, you know, I just, it, it's, you know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But I'd go back to the the let's let's go back to being two parts. Mm. Part of me is up there on the mesa, looking good, doing fine, everything's going rosy, it's all good. Mm. Uh, but there's a spiritual part of me that is not being fed up there. Oh well, yeah, that's you see that. Yeah. 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 And that's the part that's starting, that's going backwards. When I'm working with guys, the reason I push against that it's always going backwards is that complacency is that unwarranted self-satisfaction that it can just leave you sitting there, not growing and not, it's just, you're stuck. And, yeah. and eventually you'll just, you'll, you'll drift away from the program. And maybe that's what you mean by going. That's what I mean. You've already left. Part of you, part you of know. you has already left. So if you mean by going backwards, it, it, it can be a long period of stasis, but then eventually it'll decline. And, yeah. and, 
You know, and, and, when, and, 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 and when I talk to people to whom that has happened, and, and to myself when, mm-hmm. I've, when I've caught it, in, you know, eventually, mm-hmm. I, I can see I was slipping back. Yeah. I'm yeah. cutting down on this. I don't need that. You know, I'm doing fine at a, at a certain level. And, and a certain, that's true. The problem with but, the problem, the big problem with complacency is it it works for a long time. <laughs> yes, it does. It, it's, and it's, it's that's uh, right. That's work, right. It'll work for a very long time. Half and, measures uh, availed us quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. It actually, it it it's yeah. So, you know, I think of when Bill wrote the big book, he he said uh, resentment is the number one offender. Uh huh. I think he would still say resentment is the number one offender, but then he'd add another sentence. And by the way, complacency is the number one problem. Because he used to laugh at that at some of his uh, talks, you know, well, you can't stay sober if you got a resentment. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Because lots of people in that room were still carrying resentments. And and staying sober. And staying, not drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not drinking. Yeah. But paying a price. Yeah, paying a price. I mean, I know so people blow their brains out at twenty years sober or thirty years sober. Yeah, more and they hadn't more. had a drink. Yeah, but the the transformation, the change, stopped. And like you say, it, it can stop for ten years, fifteen years. Yeah, and the and the guys that I'm working with more and more. You know, I talk about and and when when we deal with newcomers, fear is a very powerful instrument. We use fear. You know, we say, "Listen, you got three choices: you're going to be dead, you're going to be institutionalized, uh, what is it, dead, institutionalized, or whatever the third in jail. That's an institution, sober but or sober. <laughs> that's or, uh, but that, we use fear for that. This okay. is it's not going to go well for you. Well, up there in Canada, you could freeze to death. Yeah, yeah, there is that. that and, and it, <laughs> Actually, I've known guys who've gotten drunk and froze today. Right, that's uh, it's, it's right. a it's a problem up here. Tough way to go. Yeah, well, it's actually fairly easy. You go to sleep, oh, and it's, okay, it's pretty good. pretty comfortable. I'll move north if I'm suicidal. I'm coming up there, Andy. Yeah, just lie down <laughs> in a snowbank and go to sleep. It's, yeah, it's, um, you know, even with your, your CO two, you get a headache first. You don't even get a headache. You just go to sleep. Um, where was I? I don't know. Uh, the, uh, but they, uh, where was I? It was good. I didn't mean to talk about. Uh, so was, oh, I remember what I was. Yeah, what I wanted to talk about was use fear with newcomers. Yeah, yeah. But more and more, you know, especially after the guys got some time under his belt, I said I wanted to start talking about the hope, the the, the future. You know, you, you yeah, okay, you're sober, but there's a lot more. It can be a lot better. There's a lot, you know, to your points about, you know, the authentic self. You can discover more about yourself. Right. Uh, so it's it's the balance of, of fear, but you, know, you can you can be better and do better and feel better. It's, uh, I've always wanted to uh, invent step one and a half. You mm-hmm. know, there's a hopelessness in step one. That, to me, that's the ultimate message of step one. The ultimate message of step two is there's hope. Yeah. You know, there yeah. is hope. <clears throat> yeah. Came to believe, came to hope that a power greater than myself could 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 get me out of this mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. important. Very important. Dry spells. Let's talk about dry spells. We kind of, kind sure. of started getting into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, it just is part of the package, isn't it, of spiritual growth? 
It seems to be. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know why, uh, but it's certainly been my experience. And, and I was going through a, a spiritual dry spell a long time ago with my first sponsor. And, and I was just saying, geez, you know, I can't, I don't know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, read a Psalm every day. And it, it turned out to be a stroke of genius because by reading a Psalm every day, I was maintaining the habits of spiritual spirituality, spiritual life, whilst I was going through this dry spell. That, that was an important lesson to learn. But in reading a psalm a day, I began to see that these psalm writers, and these are the, these are the spiritual giants of the Judeo-Christian tradition. I mean, these are, the, these are the big guns. And how often they use expressions like, my God, you have forsaken me. My right. God, my heart pants for you like a deer in the desert. My God, I'm, you know, I, I'm in trouble. I'm in pain. Please, God, come near me. God, where have you gone? These, these spiritual giants, as I say, the big guns, they went through the same thing. Right. And it was, I thought, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bad i'm not wrong it's it just seems to be part of the process right which is just so i don't look forward to dry spells but i understand uh you know the the expression nothing comes to stay and everything comes to pass um if i if if i maintain the spiritual disciplines you know i have to keep on walking there's a an old a, a big hero of mine and one of his favorite expressions is if you're in the valley of the shadow of death if you're in the valley of the shadow of death, the worst thing you can do is stop. <laughs> there's there's lots right. of things keep, you can do. Keep on walking. Well, yeah, exactly. Even if you walk backwards, you know, go back to the pain you had. Uh-huh. Uh, or, but it's better if you walk forward. Right. Just keep walking. Keep praying. Every morning, keep praying. Every yeah. morning, have a period and, of meditation. And, and keep- don't, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, it, yeah, I, that that's true. You will find as you go through this process that you will not be hard on yourself. Yeah, uh, but it it's 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 just that those habitual right. You know they if they're gonna come. The dry spells are they, gonna they come. Are. I mean that any 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 spiritual teacher is gonna is gonna impress that on his or her students. Yeah, yeah. Be ready for it. Yeah, it, it's gonna come. Yeah, just, come. as you say be prepared and uh you and, know when somebody... as you say keep up the practice yes yeah you the, know the... some of the best uh there was a time when i was going to the gym and and, and and in pretty good shape you know and and you you hit those plateaus like like you said earlier you know mm-hmm. but if you will push through mm-hmm. some of the best stuff is gonna is gonna come there if i if i'm doing my morning meditation my two-way prayer and, yep. and I'm stuck, 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 and it's dry, dry, dry. If I will bring that dryness to the prayer, my best responses have come through that honesty, that, that step yep. 10 watchfulness. I'm dry, you know, like, yep. like in the Psalm, you know? <laughs> the, and, then, and, then, and then it comes. We're, we're, I'll, leap, I'll leap ahead to uh, my my second book, which I, I try. Like I play tennis, and the, uh, tennis players they practice a lot. The good, mm-hmm. you know, if you want to improve, you practice a lot. Right. 
And I talk about a lesson I learned in tennis. And my coach said, you know, if we, if you, if we can just change the small element of your forehand, mm. you're going to have a much better stroke. And, and, and I could, you know, I could see the sense of what he was saying. And I watched other players doing the same thing with that small. And I thought, yeah, that works. But, you know, it was hard to change my tennis stroke. It took a lot of, a lot of ball machine and hitting the wall and just, just lots, thousands of balls. And even after all that practice in a, in a game moment, a moment of crisis, when I was struggling, I would revert to the old ways and it, it was hard. And, and I'd get down on myself and, yeah, but I, I came to realize, no, no, just push through it. Keep the practice right. and keep practicing. And, and eventually that new way of thought becomes the go-to, the default solution. Right. And the same yeah. thing happened with my sponsor, just like a tennis coach. He said, listen, let's just change your, your approach. Instead of automatically thinking what I should do, what you, what I think is best, Try to discipline yourself, the habituation of the thought of God. Just, just try that. Well, practice, practice it on small things. It worked really well. But then in a moment of crisis, oh, you know, and it hits and I get angry and, and, and I default to the original, the, the old ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. but, it's uh, there. It's yeah, there. but that habituation is over the years. It's there too. It's there too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it is there if it's there. Yeah, <laughs> if you have not habituated, yeah, it will not be there. Right, and it's kind of happening to me. If I stay the course, I mean, you and I have have stayed the course. I mean, we're both in long term sobriety. You know, yeah. it's been a long, uh, a long time. You know, uh, but you look back something's happening yeah yeah i do things you do things good all that nice stuff mm -hmm. but but something at a, at a much deeper level is happening as mm. as the wearing away as you as you referenced earlier yeah, uh, yeah. you know the, the, something's getting uncovered and 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 it's shining it starts to shine through yeah hard to put a finger on it handle on it but it's uh... and, the, and and the metaphors get complicated you're talking about yeah. shining through and that that yeah. happens but there's also a shining in the sunlight of the spirit that's right us. that's it's right uh, the the distance between the two is lessened yeah what it's all about yeah yeah mm -hmm. the more i know the less i understand and, and that's progress it's like I said earlier, forgetting a step is progress. You know, <laughs> it's, it's Count, become... counter, counterintuitively. Counterintuitive. That's right. Right. Uh, let's see how, how we got here. Um, you you got a, a, a quote from Bill Wilson where he says it's like building a house. Yeah. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah, it's it's my favorite. Talk about it for you, for you. Yeah. yeah so I, I, you know, I, Bill talks about building a house, and the first thing you do when you build a house, you pour a foundation, a concrete slab, on which to erect the house. And and he describes that. He said that was my stopping drinking, and that was my experience. I stopped drinking, and and then I stopped. I stopped drinking, then I stopped. I didn't I didn't practice all these principles. I didn't continue to grow. And and I was I was not drinking, but living on a concrete slab, as Bill points out in that in that article, or that's that talk that he gave, 
it's it's very uncomfortable. You're on a concrete slab. You're exposed to the weather. You have no protection. The heat, cold, wind, and rain, snow in Canada. Uh, it, it it all around me. The 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 neighbors around in the neighborhood. They were building their homes. They poured their foundation. They were building a house. But I was just sitting there on my concrete slab. And then the storm started to blow through. And finally, they will come. I got, they will come. They, they will come. come. Yeah. The weather's going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, now it was better. I wasn't sleeping on the grass and in the muck anymore. It was right? at, least, at least dry and dry off after the rain. But the storms come through. And so I, I'm watching my neighbors, people in the program around me, listening to my, my sponsor. Uh, I, I finally picked up the tools and materials of the program and, and built a, a small room. And it was a it was a terrible room. It was leaky. Uh, the joints didn't fit. You know, it it didn't. You know, it it was a terrible little room. I didn't know how to use the tools, but it gave me some protection. And then every once in a while, another storm would blow through, and I, and I'm sitting in my little room inside the uh, on the concrete slab. I think, well, okay, there's a leak. There's a leak. You know, I should tighten this up. And the storm would pass. I'd pick up the tools. And I'd start to work again on the on the room. The room got better and better. And then I started building other rooms. And every time a storm came through, I would improve, you know, would show the flaws in the earlier construction. I could pick up the steps. And, and then I learned that that I have an architect, my my higher power. And he'd say, Well, no, that's a that's a really dumb design. <laughs> Let's go this way. And uh, sometimes I ignore them and build a terrible room and I'd have to undo it and go live with that one for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, and and the house just got better and better and better. Yeah. And, 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 and it weathered bigger and better storms that once in a while, a storm would come through and just rip the roof off. You know, okay, fine. I got to put a new roof on. That's the nature of a, of a house. But the, mm -hmm. the metaphor in my experience became magical after I had a good house that I could improve the home without storms. You know, I could, you know, I sit in my front porch and think I'd be, it'd be nice to have air conditioning. I don't need air conditioning. It's, you know, it says it would be nice. It'd be nice if I had a garburator. It'd be nice if I had an electric door, you know, a garage door opener. And I started adding these things by continuing to work the program and practice the principles in my life. So starting with a slab, really uncomfortable but the discomfort led me to build a small room and then the storms led me to improve the room and build out the house and then the storms continued and they continue but then i reached the point where i'm now improving the home just by improving it this is also where i think imagination comes into play yeah. you have to be able to envision uh that there is something better mm -hmm. And and that's that's what I, we were talking about this earlier. That, that's kind of deep within. I, I was made for something better than this. Yep. You know, which let's is, move towards it. Yeah, which is the hope that the that's hope. step two and the hope that it's the so we we introduce the newcomers with fear, but then immediately step two we start to talk about hope. I want to talk about just a little bit. You mentioned this somewhere in the book about experimentation. Yeah. Um, and when, when I read a lot into the Oxford Group thing uh that was big mm -hmm. that was big I, I wonder if we've lost that it mean was it, it was like 
Okay, now we're going to run you through, not, a, you know, this, this is, when AA comes up, we've got these holy steps or something yeah. that I, you know, I got to take my shoes off to climb them. <laughs> you know, they're so sacred. No, 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 no. We're just, we're just going to peel away the garbage. Yeah. You know, that's what we're going to do. And it's an experiment. And if you will, yeah. if you will join us in this experiment, is it possible there could be a God? I mean, that's, that, that's the Dr. Bob deal, you know, with that he doing the hunt. Is it possible there could be a guy? Yeah, yeah, it might be possible. Okay, good enough. You're done too. Now, yeah. now hit your knees. Three, you know? Yeah. Now, you know, off we go. Get them through it. That it's an experiment leading to what? Leading to this, to this spiritual experience, the spiritual awakening, which is what we're heading towards. I think you're touching on, uh, for, from my perspective, a huge part of of a huge problem. Actually, you know that we we've become uh, we 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 say often that AA is not a religion. It has you know none of the trappings of religion. But at, at a it can become a, that. What it and I think in in it, many it for has. many of us it has become that. Right. Uh, you look at a group. Uh, your typical AA group that's been going for for a few years or decades right. in some cases, and try to change, you know, that you're you know if, I, if I'm see if I'm using this word right, but the the structure of a service would be the liturgy of the service. Yes, yes. Try to change this the process or the order of a meeting. We'll shoot you. Yeah, or you will be shot. <laughs> <We'll> shoot you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then we'll, right. take, we'll take your body and it'll be drawn and quartered. It, That's it's, right. And it's just, so So we, we have meetings, individuals ossify, become fossils. That's right. And meetings become fossils. That's and right. And at, at, at a structural level, the big book is, you know, one of Bill's, Bill Wilson's fears was that the big book would become like the Bible. a Bible that, you know, a hundred years from now, we will have chapter yeah. five, verse 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it, it. That was not a hope. That was a fear. And yeah, uh, that's and, right. And and this, so they had the idea. I mean, they were just, they were walking in uncharted territory. I mean, uh -huh. just, and, and, uh, and, and so at a, at a, at a personal and a meeting level, these are problems. Uh, and, AA as a whole, I think, is is suffering a bit from this, not a bit, it's suffering from this problem. Yeah. You know, looking back to the 30s, 40s, and 50s, AA, we, we were the leaders in recovery. We, we reinvented recovery. We we changed the, 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 the whole dialogue around addictions. Uh, but now we're, we've become the laggards. If you want the latest research on recovery, you don't go to AA. You know, if you want the 12 steps, sure, it works. And there's now scientific evidence to, to show that it works. There's detailed, huge studies that have been done, but you don't hear the talked about in the meetings. You do if you go to, you do if, if I'm at the meeting, because you're going to hear about the, the Cochrane medical studies that have blown the doors off any objection to AA. Say, listen, you know, this stuff works. Yeah. And 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 then a discussion about why it works. You know, they, that researchers are discovering. Okay, here's the here's the house of twelve step recovery. This is this is we're beginning to understand deeper how it works and why it works, which means we can bring these lessons back into ourselves. But back to the main point, 
No, that's a that's a very important point. That's a very we, important point. But we've lost at its root, we've lost this sense of adventure. Right. You know, we've lost this sense of adventure in recovery. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and 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 if we're not able to present new people with that adventure. Yeah. They go, yeah. I've worked with guys it's like, you know, since they were 14 years old, they were adolescent treatment they were in 15 treatment centers yeah and you're going to hit them with the same stuff yeah i've been through it's like you with the church stuff yeah is this the same stuff yeah. no it's not the same stuff no. it's, it's that the... most people don't get the stuff yes. and you and, and and but there are a number of people uh, you know who do get it that that if you really understand what's happening psychologically, spiritually through the mm -hmm. twelve step process, mm -hmm. it's dynamic, it's alive, it's transformational, it's psychic change, yeah. it's all of those things, yeah. you know, and it's exciting, and it's all of those things and more, That's, and more and yeah. more. But it's tough. You talk about it's discipline too, you know. It, it does take something. And well, have we watered it down too much, so much, just to make it palatable for people? Yeah. Don't worry about that. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about that. You didn't drink. That's the big thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? No, you got to change, buddy. In a sense, it's a scientific approach to spiritual living. Um, and scientists are very disciplined. Uh, yes. the, the laboratories have to be clean. The instruments have to be calibrated. They have to track and measure what they're doing. They compare notes with their other scientists. It's a very serious business. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of what we see in the rooms today is lacking that serious discipline, the seriousness of science. Um, you know, many, many, I think a lot of them haven't uh, grown and applied the steps and the principles in all their affairs. They haven't done them. You know, I was going to say that Many have not done the steps themselves, <laughs> but uh -huh. I thought, well, that's an interesting thought. I think many have done them by themselves, <laughs> without and, and and done them very minimally. Well, uh, just just good enough. Just, just good, good enough. enough. They built the foundation. They got the concrete slab. But they built the little yeah. room, and it's protecting them from the the it's weather. Good enough. But they, they've not been confronted with somebody challenging them. There are, and it's like in the church, it's like in the church, there are a number of people who get it. There oh, yeah. are few yeah. and far between, mm -hmm. you know, but I find the same thing is true in 12 step. Yeah, there, yeah. I mean, I have met some of the holiest and whole W-H-O-L-E people yeah. in 12 step, and I've met them in the church too, mm -hmm. you know, but they're uh, few yeah. and far between. Yeah. But you know, uh -huh. the, and, and, and I, I get worried, you know, they, you know, more and more in AA meetings, I think almost every AA meeting you, you're going to hear, are there any relapsers coming back? Well, that's not, that's a testimony to failure. That's not, that's not. Yeah. A, I mean, we no. welcome you back. We welcome you back. We welcome you back. But I remember I, I was. Well, what are you going to do differently this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to, there was a, not long ago, I was at a meeting and, and a fellow was coming back. And as I grabbed a couple of my sponsees and we surrounded him, we didn't let him get it out of the room. 
And so we we were talking with them after the meeting and just, you know, and and I joked, uh, you know, there was there, I, 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 I joked and I said, you, you do realize that relapse is optional. And there was this flash of anger. Like, and I thought, whoa, whoa, everyone else thought that was funny, but you actually got a bit angry with that. It's like you don't realize that relapse is optional. You think it's somehow part of the process, yeah. And and uh, and he actually somehow that remark, that little joke, of deeply offended him. And as it turns out, that I was more right than I than I probably wanted to be because he went yeah. back out again. We always have another another relapse in our, in us, but do we have another recovery? Yeah. This guy did have another recovery, okay. and, and he came back uh, a while later. Good. And he actually approached me and he said, you know, Good. I did not understand what you meant. Relapses are optional. Yeah. Well, we're starting to sound like a bunch of old farts here. So I think, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like we get it, but they don't. Damn. So um, <laughs> we had better end this. Thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, you know, everybody, I ah, listen to these old bastards. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I hope I hope it doesn't come across that way. I mean, I think to me, the 12 step and I know this is true for Andy, too. And we, we've been given a real gift here, but it's a precious gift uh, and, and, and it's a deep, deep gift. And um, and we had people who who had plumbed the depths of that. Thank God for them, mm. you know, who taught us some stuff. And now it's our turn to teach the stuff and it's and it's your turn to get the stuff if you're a newbie you know or or uh, trying to go deeper and then pass that on i mean what there are some real pearls some real uh i mean this is one of the greatest gifts to humanity and, it, and it's got damn little to do with not drinking or drugging but it, it's it's transformation it's psychic change mm -hmm. um, and the gift that we've got is if we don't do it <laughs> we're liable to die Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, thank, thank God for that gift of desperation. Andy, thank you so much. It was another fun one. I enjoyed it. We're loosening up here. I like that. And uh, <laughs> having, having fun as we go. If we can't do that, the hell with it. You know? So uh, you willing to come back for one more round? Oh, Bill, it would be the highlight of my month. Uh, yes, it would. It, I know yeah. it would. <laughs> <laughs> well we will have a highlight next next week so uh, we'll, we'll pick a couple more chapters and uh and uh try to find some gems in there so, yeah 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 uh, looking forward to it so i thank you andy for for sharing with us today freely openly uh and uh, i thank you guys for listening hope you hope you hit some stuff that was going to be helpful to you along the way keep coming back this thing really really does work amen <laughs> thank and thank you bill for all that you do and all that you are all right thanks buddy bye-bye